Oh, fuck was going to say. Hey, so real quick, fucking, yeah. um, this doesn't have to be a long bit. I just want to ask you guys, like, and I'm recording right. this, so it's perfect. Did you guys see the video with Steve from Blue's Clues? Yes. I didn't see it. I saw, like, a picture of it, but I never saw it. No, you have, why not? Why haven't you seen it? Because I wasn't a big fan of Blue's Clues. Really? You weren't a Blue's Clues kid? No. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh. So it didn't matter to you anywhere near as much though. Like you, it's just like it's whatever. Yeah, it was alright. I mean, it wasn't a great thing. Fair. Again, Gemma, did you see it? Did it affect it you emotionally? Uh, yes, but uh, in a weird way, it also like pissed me off a little bit. What? Why? Because like two weeks ago, I was thinking, hey, what should I be for Halloween? And I thought I should be Steve from Blue's Clues. That would be really fun. And now this video comes out and now it's it's going to feel like a gimmick. So now, <laughs> now it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. It feels you, like... You could be shaggy. You could be a very Hispanic shaggy. It's, it, I'm leaving this call right now. <laughs> you got the hair board. You got the shirt on already. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that skinny. And uh, I, I don't think I could pull it off um no uh, i don't know so now now i feel like i have to rethink my my halloween costume idea so so there it is yeah um did it affect you a little bit a little bit (laughs) i was like it has been hard steve it has been hard okay okay uh question (laughs) question question and and i guess i guess this goes for, for fernie too but what made you more emotional, this or seeing CM Punk come back to the WWE a couple weeks I ago? I never liked seeing. I was never a big CM Punk fan. Oh damn! Okay. Plus, so once I saw him actually fight fight in the UFC, I was like, "This guy's a fucking weirdo in tights." Emotional? No, this this was like a punch of the heart, like my childhood. Dito came, Dito came in his pants when he saw CM Punk. I didn't, but I was jumping around and cheering. I was like, oh, shit, he's actually back. Because, like, the thing is, I was out of WWE by the time he became big. I came back around around 28 when he was doing this thing with Jericho, and I liked him. Yeah. But, like, he was never uh, Undertaker to me. Like, Taker was always okay. like, fuck, man, I paid money to see Taker. Like, I was on, I, I was Undertaker, I think, two years straight for Halloween. So, like, yeah, you know. But, uh, People just thought right. he was a ghost. Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh, look, it's a ghost. That's cool. God, I used to use that. No, dude, the Undertaker costume got me a lot of candy at Halloween. I remember. I was going to say it got me a lot of pussy. I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> it was a lie. Are you kidding me? What the fuck was going to date a guy who dressed like a goddamn Undertaker? Hey, I'm sure there's an audience for that. I'm like 100% sure there was an audience for that. I didn't find them down here in the valley. <laughs> stay rest in peace. Stay rest in peace. I'm going to come. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie. This is Fernando from the Rollback. Reviewing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And, and this, this is the Rollback. The rollback. So, uh, 
we we all saw this movie within the last what like four days five days of each other i saw it on friday yeah i saw it on friday along with gamma i saw yeah. it on monday on labor day okay yeah so we got a new marvel film we got a new character a, a, a new chunk of new characters so we can play around with so this would be this should be fun so shang chi the legend of the ten rings you can't outrun your destiny shang chi must confront the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into the web of the mysterious ten rings organization so new marvel film new face moving on to new characters we got a new main character we have new powers new everything what do we think is the mcu in good hands moving forward how do we feel about shang chi who wants to go I think, first? I think Shang-Chi's the better uh, version of what they wanted to do with Iron Fist. I agree. As someone who watched both seasons of Iron Fist, I can agree. I'm sorry um, you didn't waste your time on that second season. Yeah, but <laughs> I really... I, you, you know what got me? It was that, that episode of Luke Cage where he popped in where I thought, this is the Danny Rand I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's where they left him. They just didn't do anything again with him. So... Yeah, I, I'm going to agree. I, I, I think ever since they, they did uh, Doctor Strange, the MCU has, has been trying to add a little bit of magic to this very tech-centric uh, universe. And um, yeah, we saw dragons and we saw magic in Iron Fist, but I think this one did it a lot better. And uh, we have a good lead. We have good side characters. We have a great villain. Uh, the action, the, the, the hand-to-hand combat was great. Uh, Eddie, we, we talked about the movie Nobody a couple, a, like a month ago or something, and you talk about this bus scene, how you thought the action in the bus scene was great. I think this bus scene is like, kicks nobody's scene, bus scene out, just right out of the gate. I think it's fucking electric. I like that the movie just started up with these great action scenes, and I think the, that bus scene is going to be remembered for like a long time. So right out of the gate, I really, really freaking love this movie. I think um, I think it had a really good choreography as far as fight choreo- choreography goes. And it's funny enough is uh, the fight style of Shang-Chi looked so familiar when after the movie I looked it up. He was modeled after Bruce Lee, obviously, because that's when the comic book was made, when Bruce Lee was huge. Um, but... Yeah, you can really tell where they modeled his fighting from. Um, his the, the fight scenes, the fight choreography was awesome, and I love the the environment that was used in it. The bus and the scaffolding, in particular, the the way the fight was tailored to the environment was awesome. Like, I thought that was great. Um, really tense. Did did a so wait so real quick. I want to talk about something. Aquafina's in this movie. Yes. I recognized the voice. I was like, I know this bitch. So I look her up real quick during the movie. I'm like. Wow, you're calling yeah. her a bitch. I recognize this lady. I recognize this person. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, she's uh, she was the dragon in uh Raya, right? Yeah, yeah, she was she was the yeah. dragon Raya in the last dragon. And uh okay. uh she's still hilarious. Like she was funny in that movie, and I thought she was hilarious in this one too. She's so funny, like she's stupidly funny. Uh I I, I first uh uh saw her in uh the sequel to Neighbors. Uh, neighbors to Sor- Sorority Rising. She was one of the Sorority girls. She was so funny in that. She was great in Ocean's 8. 
And uh, I, I, I saw the, the little drama film that she did, the, the Farewell, which was also great. So she's been like on like a rising, she was in the, the Jumanji sequel that was as a sequel to the other Jumanji movie. So she's been on the rise. She's been on a lot of things recently. And man, she's funny. And uh, something that, that, that I mentioned right after I saw the movie and, and, and that I mentioned to you, Fernie, was that this feels like the Marvel movie that balances out the comedy the best. Because I feel like some Marvel movies get away with a little too much comedy, sometimes breaking in the drama or like when it's really good drama or like uh, the MCU has this uh, also this thing where like people think it's too much jokes, too too many jokes. And I think this one really balanced it out. And I think Aquafina had like a large part in that. Um, the first thing I saw her in was actually uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, um, yeah, she was. That's right. She was a friend. Yeah. Um. I thought she did great in this movie. Most of the time, they'll have a a doofy, goofy friend uh, who will, like, say something at the wrong moment, but her comedy was actually really well-placed in uh, the movie, and she knows how to hit those beats really well. Agreed. Um, Eddie? What's called her... Her comedy, her 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 timing was perfect. Um, I, I think in most of those parts, you know, Shang Chi's telling the serious story about you know his mother being assassinated and his relationship with his father, and then fucking, do you want beef or veggie? Like just breaking it, like veggie. Oh, I'm sorry, we're out. So the beef, bitch. Like like what do you do? the beef <laughs> woman? Uh, just like like the like just the little comedic moments. Um, yeah. Especially the, the scene, the, my biggest laugh was when uh, she's about to get killed and she just starts singing, on the highway. Yeah. On a dark desert highway. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. why confusing people works, especially if they're a badass. Like, I, it, I don't know, there's little things like that were hilarious to me. Yeah. My my biggest laugh was the after credit scene when, when when they take Wong to 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 sing at the karaoke bar. Like, that was fucking hilarious. Um. Yeah, no, I, I really like the comedy, but, but also people forget that she's a really good dramatic actress. So especially if, if you've seen The Farewell, but I've seen it. Yeah, it's really good. And there's this one scene where she can manage to like pull off also like she, when she's listening to his story, she's in it. She's locked in and she doesn't have to. She's not forced to crack a joke at, at any moment. And I love this one scene where like they take her with the archers and she, she's talking about how well usually when i pick up something i get bored and i go do something else and uh, i just don't know any direction in my life and then they give her a bow and arrow and they tell her if you don't shoot for something you won't hit anything and that was perfect <laughs> i don't know I, I i like how the movie managed to have like those little like lessons and like little moments also like to not have it all just be a comedy or all be action like it managed to be like very quiet uh, in, in, in a few scenes, which I really liked, I really appreciated, and I think she was a big part of that. But she's supporting, she's supporting act, she's supporting character for our main character, and Shang Chi is played by, uh, I want to say this correctly, Simu Liu, and he's good. I I, I remember I, I saw him in this Netflix show called Kim's Convenience, and he's very funny in that, and he's no surprise, he's really fucking good in this one too. And his charisma just like flows off the screen. This is a lead character that I really want to keep following for like the rest of the MCU. So he's a great new addition to like the new cast, the new class of the MCU. 
Oh, I, you know, I didn't notice it until you brought it up. You're right. He is from Kim's Convenience. Franny, did you ever see that show? I tried watching it. It just never really caught my attention. That's fair. It doesn't click for everybody. But no, he is hilarious in that movie. Um, he. No. It's a show, yeah. I'm mean, sorry, in that show. I'm sorry. But I'm just thinking he bulked yeah. up like a motherfucker for this movie. Like, complete 180 transformation change. Well, did you see the Indian guy that's in, uh, or what is he? Pac- I think he's Pakistani. Yeah, uh, K- K- Kamal Nanjiani. Yeah. yeah. For Eternals. He's going to come out in Immortals. Yeah. The, the, the Eternals, yeah. And uh, he, he even said, I think on the post that he put, he's like, look, I don't normally do this, but I'm really proud of the progress I made. So here's my picture. <laughs> <laughs> he and I both were both we're all proud of him. It's the uh, I, it's the Marvel water. Yeah, because I used to watch him in uh Silicon Valley and he was like this scrawny, like really skinny kid, and then he just boom, like now. I mean, if you if anyone that that, that signs up for Marble, they're, they're like, Oh yeah, this contract comes with free come with free eight packs, like just just they they, they just come with the contract. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great. He's uh, he's funny. He's very funny in like interviews and stuff. I'm surprised they, they didn't like. I, I I know that his character is supposed to be like more serious and everything, but I'm surprised they didn't cash in on that because like his character is serious. He's stoic. He's like a, l- a little bit more uh, more centered. I'll probably to balance out how funny Apofina is, but I don't think they should be afraid of letting him be like a little bit more you know charismatic and stuff. So. I'm sure they're gonna cash in on that when they do a sequel or when they make him pop up in, in like another movie. But he's great. He's a he's a great uh, main character. And um, yeah, can we talk about the villain for a bit? I was gonna say, is, is this the is this the first MCU movie where they have a like a parent versus child thing, with the exception of Gamora and Thanos? I don't think there's been like a parent versus kid thing going on. Am I right? Uh, Guardians two, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I feel like this guy was a better villain than Ego. I don't disagree. I think this villain was pretty on point. Yeah, I thought yeah. Uh, I thought the villain was really well done in this movie. Um, again, Marvel goes for the. It's funny that Marvel kills people in these movies without really like doing it too flashy, to the point where you're like, oh my god, like that person was murdered. Like it's more comic booky, which yeah. how it should be. It's not like it's not like this overtly like slash blood squirt. It's just like, well, this is a comic book movie. This person was killed, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. but it's not just that. It's also like his motivation. Like, uh, like you can see, it's kind of cool to see like all all his past kind of ended up coming back to him. Like even mm-hmm. even if even as he tried to like put it in the past, he just couldn't. It, it it was always bound to come back, and you know he even says like I should have never put put those rings back again, but I did. So now I have to pay for it, and you know, lived as he died. Um, a tragic villain, I think. But uh, and 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 I think if we were in that position, like you're hearing your your dad's loved one's voice uh, talking to you. Mm-hmm. And you have the power. You, you you've been in a position where like you you control the armies. I don't think his reaction is that far fetched. I think it's pretty on point. I think it's what anyone in that situation would have done. And I don't know. I kind of I, I don't think I'm gonna forget about this villain in, in, in a while. I think I'm gonna keep remembering him. I think he's killmonger-esque, where like he's 
He's a great villain. It's a shame that they killed him off so early. I think they could have done a lot more with him. Like what? Exploring him. Like, you know, like, can he make up for the... If, if he had stayed alive, right? Imagine in the sequel, he's trying to... A redemption arc, trying to make up for his loss, for his past sins. Because that was one of the things in this movie was the shit that he did in the past got his wife killed. So now, yeah, can't... talking about uh, Thor 2. Because Thor 2 is supposed to be a redemption movie for Loki. I guess, well, I think I don't think Loki was this like comic book of a villain. Granted, he did invade. What? Fu- hold on, hold on. Is, let me let me rephrase. Hold on. Of a villain. hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Loki was too charismatic for us to just write him off as a one one time villain. He was too good to just like go away with the Avengers. Can you imagine what the MCU would have been like if he had just you know Avengers? He's gone. He's done. Game over. No more. Loki is like the seventh Avenger at this point. Like he's been such an intrinsic mm-hmm. part of the MCU. Like if look past the original six and he's in the background. So I think I, I get it. The whole like Loki's redemption in Thor two, but mm-hmm. I think this, his redemption story would have been more interesting because he can't lean on charisma. It's character. It's character growth. And I would, I think if he had been in a sequel, that would have been awesome. Or like Killmonger. I would like, I would love to have seen Killmonger in a sequel. But unfortunately, you know, they killed him off. Great villain, but unfortunately, he's gone now. I would be inclined to agree on the Killmonger comment, but Killmonger went out so great <laughs> that I honestly couldn't. Unless they had saved that exact same ending for him in another movie, I think they, they ended him just fine. And with this one, shit, I think is I think he's a great villain. I, I, I think it's memorable. He's kind of scary and... Uh, there's just there's this one scene where like he takes he takes Shang Chi when he's a kid and he he pretty much takes him to like an office and it's like that is gonna kill some bad guys now and just like fucking goes ham on like these guys that just killed his wife and he does it in front of his kid like hey fucking look at this <laughs> like this is what this is what daddy can do and you know you're just gonna watch and you're just going to you know see how you deal with that and someday and- you'll be doing this son. Yeah, and that's fucking crazy. I mean, that's you have to be like a very, a very twisted kind of person to like think I'm gonna take my. This is not like take take your kid to, to work day. Like this is fucking insane. So I don't know. I think they did a good job in like pacing this villain and letting us see that. Oh, you know, he had this idea of what it was like to be a father, and he was like ter- like psychologically, he was like wrong, but uh, he stuck to it, and you know. Uh, it, it's it's it was intense. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, I thought I thought he did really well as a villain because not only was he just a villain, but um, even at some points you were sympathetic because he wants to bring back his wife, like the person that made him turn his back on everything, and the intention is decent, but it's just that he's being controlled by some uh, force. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, I don't want to make this comparison, but it's like a Gollum in the ring. Like it's, yeah, you know, that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it grabs you and it's got you like, it's so intensely like wrapped into it that, you know, you just want, you won't look the other way. Like to you, this, like to him, that's the only way. Yeah. So in a way I can understand him, but yeah, I, th- I think it made him quite a compelling villain, so that was fun. Uh, 
Um, Eddie, I can see you're looking at your notes. What did you want to talk about? So, um, and I want to dance around this delicately for a sec. Um, so <laughs> I know no, where no. you're going. <clears throat> no, no, trust me. It's not going to be that bad. Uh, okay. Hopefully not. Um, do, do you know the stereotype of Fu Manchu? Oh, yeah, in the comics, he uh, he's the dad, no? Isn't that a... Yeah, yeah, but... Shang-Chi? Yeah, but there, there's, like, a stereotype in Hollywood of Fu Manchu of, like, or... Uh, was that the Asian accent you were doing before we went live? No. With, with eyes? No. <laughs> but... <laughs> you put on yellow, yellow marker... I, I swear, I hate you, Franny. I hate you so goddamn much. Uh, I'm just saying what you were doing before we went live. I hate, I hate you so fucking much. Um, <laughs> to my future voters, this is this is sarcasm. This is what that's what Franny's doing. It's called sarcasm, folks. Um, God damn it. Anyway, so so in the you know 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even in the yeah. 90s to some degree, there was a stereotype of a Fu Manchu. You know the the, the stereotypical Asian talks in a certain manner you know eyes in yeah. a certain manner can you do the voice i'm a little unfamiliar with the voice fuck no i will not do that voice <laughs> uh but fucking they were very careful when they were revisiting who they're gonna have as the main villain they were like okay if we're gonna use his father that's fine but they need to be very very stringent on not crossing any of those stereotypes or even remotely portraying like that's why they in the first one in the mandarin which we'll talk about that in a sec that's why they used an English guy. They didn't want to portray a Fu Manchu stereotype. Yeah. In this movie, they go back to that to some degree, but they make sure, I mean, dude doesn't even have a mustache. Like, he does not resemble that stereotype at all. They're very careful to dance around it and make sure he's presented as a villain, not a stereotypical villain. Like, do you, they, yeah. did you guys think they did a good job of that? I think they did. Well, not just that. Yeah. Also, uh, taking a villain, quote-unquote, that we knew from the first uh, Marvel movie ever and repurposing it to what the villain actually was. What do you mean? Because remember, they gave an explanation as to why uh, the terrorists were using the Ten Rings moniker in Iron Man because he had gone away from uh, killing. Like, yeah. he, he had... Uh, he was just like, I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. I have a wife. I have kids. And so he stopped using it. Yeah. And then other people found the name and repurposed it. Yeah. In the first Iron Man, when he's in the cave, the guy who's like helping him to tells him like, oh, this organization that kidnapped you, they're called the Ten Rings. But they were not the real Ten Rings. Like this oh, guy is the Ten right. Rings. Right. I forgot about that. I just thought there was yeah. some terrorist organization. I forgot about that. And everyone, before watching this movie, you should watch the Marvel Legends special on the Ten Rings on Disney+. Plus. This, this, that, that was very helpful <laughs> before watching the movie. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I like how we purpose that because look, I the MCU has been an ongoing project that has spawned movies, TV shows, shorts, and you know, now an animated show with What If?, so they're bound to have made a couple of mistakes every once in a while. So they could have taken one of two approaches. They could have either just completely ignored it, pretend it never happened, or they could have been like, hey, let's repurpose this. And, they, and that's a ballsy move because bringing back um, Ben Kingsley to play, the, to, to play the, the actor who played the Mandarin in Iron Man 3, that was ballsy. 
because that was like I remember people pissed off in the theater when, when that happened in, in, in Iron Man 3 because the Mandarin was built up so much in in the trailers and in promotional material and Ben Kingsley is a badass fucking actor so the fact that they did that was insane and they brought him back for some comic relief he was funny that whole bit with the with the uh, planet of the Ape, well the planet of the apes was amazing um so i i like how they purpose that it could have gone very wrong but I, I i like how they did it now when it comes to stereotypes yes they could have all they, they handled that very well they, they, but they have a very capable director with destin daniel Creton, who also did short-term 12 and that movie is fucking gold so you know he has a history he's great um when it comes to how they're portrayed and how and, and, and how they're doing everything another ballsy thing that this movie did they started out completely in chinese like completely disregarding the audience like and that is something that i i wish stories and movies did more uh the only other the only other franchise that i've seen do this is the daredevil tv show where like they have these characters that also speak English, but it's not their first language. And they, for some reason, they're speaking in English. That doesn't happen. If you're bilingual, that doesn't happen. I'm bilingual. I have friends who are bilingual. And when we talk, we talk in both languages back to back sometimes. But we rarely will talk in the language that is not our first. So the fact that these characters, when they're by themselves, they speak in Chinese, of course they would do that. That's their first language. So the fact that this movie did that and started the movie with like this long ass, like almost 15 minute long narration just in Chinese, that's ballsy. That is like, because they could have very easily, let's just do it in English to like, just not all in an audience. They were like, no, we're going to be respectful. We're going to be accurate to these characters and we're going to put them in Chinese. We're going to put it in Chinese and let the audience deal with it. Fucking look at subtitles. And (laughs) I think it was very effective. I was impressed by that. I'm surprised that Disney of all people did that. I mean, they want that sweet, sweet yen. What, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of the opening sequence when he's, you know, a conqueror, like through the ages, you know, uh, advancing, like he ageless, you know, as he advances. Is it like because of the Ten Rings that he doesn't age, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it just reminded <laughs> me of the mummy legend the, or Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. But remember the, the the third mummy movie that nobody saw that almost nobody saw that actually was my favorite movie until i saw the first year then i was like man these are good the third one sucks oh i forgot you're only you're you're the cool guy you don't watch movies when people like them you you watch them on your own time and then you're like ah, oh, you know what they're pretty cool i guess <laughs> didn't they change rachel weiss for that one that, that, that's not yeah, she, anymore she she didn't want to come back because there were she was like, I'm not going to be a fucking mom to a guy in his, like, 20s. And they were like, but you're the perfect age. So she was like, mm, eat a dick, and she left. Damn. Which, fair enough. I mean, I wouldn't want to be... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, if you pay me millions of dollars, I'll play whatever part you fucking want me to play. Yeah, um, yeah I've heard the rumors. Fuck you. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so this movie, so we, we're praising it a lot. Um, we're praising the direction, the action, the portrayal. Eddie, so, you're the one that was very vague after you saw the movie. Uh, me and Camo pretty much like were very shocked. Oh, I was pretty shocked on how much I liked it because going into it, I wasn't. I was like, ah, I mean, 
that's all right. I don't know anything about the character, so they're really going to have to make me want to know about this character. But I was pleasantly enjoyed by this movie. I, I really did like this movie. I thought it was a pretty good start to phase four, the movie portion, uh, because it's the first new character that we've seen in the movies, as opposed to Spider-Man Far From Home, which technically it's phase four, but it's Spider-Man. We already, we're already introduced to him. Um, yeah. and Cam, I liked it out the gate. I liked it. And yeah, but you were the only one that uh, when we sent out text after we saw it, you're the only one that was a little uh, you're like dipping your toe into the water. So wait, what, I just realized what is the truth? Is this the, is he the first new character since Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, so we've gone three years without a new, a new character. Wow. Unless you count like the side characters that have popped up in like the in like WandaVision or like uh, yeah, the Winter Soldier and Loki and Loki, sorry. Uh I'm guessing that's like yeah. This, this is the first new Marvel movie. Yeah. In over two years. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. It yeah. has been a minute. Wow. Also, count like yeah. Also, you know, there, there was Black Widow, but that technically happened like. 2016. Yeah, so. but we all we all knew who, who Natasha was. We all knew who she was. But no, we didn't uh, know her family. But yeah, fair. But no, so I, tell us, tell us, what do you think? I didn't. I like this movie. It, honestly, it's probably my top, definitely top half, maybe top third of Marvel movies. Really, it's good. I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. It was a fun adventure. I liked the. And what was with the vagueness of your message? What didn't you like? I, I literally, I think the only thing that I the Asians, I knew it. Jesus Christ, Freddy! No, it was the fucking ending, and it wasn't the whole ending. I just uh, wish it would have come down to him and his father versus two giant monsters, two giant kaiju going at it, and then they're like eating them. I get it, like it's spectacle, but it's, I, I wish I would. I was so invested in the father son story. I loved it. The fact that the dad had a great fucking point and I understood him, like my wife is on the other side of that thing. My happiness on this side of that thing. I'm getting through. Fuck everyone and fuck everything that gets between me and that thing. I get it and I liked it. I like the fact that he even pushed his son out of the way. I loved it. I love the fact that dad, you made me this way. I genuinely, I enjoyed the whole story. I just wanted more of it to come down to between father and son and a definitive like you're wrong, I'm right, versus the dad getting swallowed by the giant soul monster and him being like, well, son, here are the ten rings, I'm dead now. Like, I wanted a moment between father and son versus was giant a monster. They never really talked. Like, their moments were always visual. There's always yeah, a look. But I wanted, at the very least, resolution. Like, uh, I'm just like, son, I'm, I'm sorry. Or, or fucking... Like, dad, like, I told you. Like, I wanted that moment. And literally, if I had gotten that, and I know, I know, I'm being picky little shit. If I had gotten that moment, this would legit be in my top ten. We'd have to redo the fucking top ten MCU movies right now. I wouldn't say that you're picky. I just think you're very literal. If you notice, there's a lot of physical uh, moments between Shang-Chi and his father. It's not so much talking. It's always through motions or through emotions on their face uh acts him giving the 10 rings to him because he knew that he was wrong 
and he knew that his time was over and the only other person he could give it to was his son. Like, and his son besting him in battle uh, by the way that his mom bested him, that, that was sign enough that Shang-Chi is the person that he wanted him to be. It just, but it feels like there's so much left on the table, though. That will never be resolved now. Like, I wanted... I mean, yeah. well, let me let me ask you this: Are you and your father very talky, or is or is it actions that you all go about your communication? Now, a lot more talking. But like, back then, but I mean, there was just no communication in general. But it was always through acts. There's there's never Not no that. communication. It's always through little subtle acts or little sudden subtle gestures. There's always communication. No, no, I get that. It's just I wanted. In a story like this, I wanted there to be a moment where they connected. Not mm. not fighting, but like I understand. But that's you. their connection. No, I get I, that, but I wanted it in a different way. Like I just I would have rather of them had a conversation, even at the end of wait, so hold on. I'm not wrong for just wanting them to fucking talk. Like, no, you are wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. The way the way I I'm, I'm I'm gonna come in. Like the way I interpreted this scene was um I think that dad died like knowing, thinking that he was right. I think that he died like, 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 like thinking I've been bested, even though like my goal was just try, trying to get my wife back. And I think in a weird way, Shang-Chi understand, like, like Shang-Chi has the day before they fight, he has this conversation with Aquafina where he goes like, he made me a killer. I'm going to have to kill him. And I'm, and I've kind of made, made my peace with it already. These two were not close, mind you. They haven't talked. They haven't seen each other since he was like a teenager. Since like I'm guessing like ten, maybe twelve years. So they're not close anymore. And the only thing that they used to have in common was that he would train him. So I don't think there's like a bond to repair. I think the damage has been done. So when Shang Chi just like takes his rings and just like finishes him off, there's kind of nothing left to say because it's. It's there's nothing left to say. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing that was left to save. So I don't think so. Shang Shang doesn't like go up to him and be, and be like, "You were wrong, old man," and just like punches him to end him. He just lets yeah, him die, he, kind of like just 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 letting him be like, "Okay, die believing that 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 you were gonna save mom. I'm gonna go save people." But, you know, whatever makes you happy, you know, your pride is obviously more important because you didn't care for us. So that's the way that I that, that, that I'm deciding to interpret this. Sure. I, a conversation would have uh, would have given him would have given the dad redemption. And I don't think any of us who would have been in that situation. Maybe I'm maybe because I'm a little bit more vindictive, but I wouldn't have given him the, the satisfaction. He was an asshole. And uh, his past eventually caught up with him and call it poetic justice. But sometimes this is the way that uh, the that, that things just go. This is the same ending that I want uh, Trump's younger son to have when he dies. Like, this is the same thing. Just like, let him die. Just like, don't don't give him any any chance of redemption. That's it. Let him die. Um, <laughs> so that's that's how I'm deciding to see this this scene. Um Sure, maybe in a different story we would have had a conversation like, "Oh, son, you were wrong. What did I do wrong? What did I... maybe we could have had that, but not in this story." And I don't think that's bad. 
I think if anything, it's gonna make the interaction the listen the little interactions that they had maybe a little bit more memorable. Yeah. So that's how I'm taking that scene. And while we're on that scene, can we talk about those fucking dragons? Because they looked amazing. Look, see, that's what I was gonna ask you all. Uh, I've yeah. heard uh, one of the people I'll, I usually I'm usually on par for the most part with their re- movie reviews is yeah. uh, Jeremy Johns. Yeah, and, uh, look, see, he was like, ah, near the end, the VFX like wasn't that great. I was like, what? Like, how is it not great? Like the VFX of the monsters and the dragons was actually pretty good. I mean. You fucking do it then. Like, at that point, it's just like, when people start nitpicking VFX, unless it's Green Lantern bad, like, I didn't see any VFX shots that looked bad enough to merit, like, to bring it up. Yeah. That scene when he... No, no, I I 100% agree. That scene when he fell into the water, and you see, like, the giant giant head of the dragon. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a... I'm a sucker for giant monsters. Like I'm, I'm, a, and I and I love it when they when they do it in forced perspective. Like you're forced to see how big they are. Uh, one of my favorite examples is if you play the game Shadow of the Colossus, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And they did it right here too. That scene when he just falls into the water and the dragon is there and the dragon's st- oh my god, I that I love that shit. I love giant monsters just like moving very slowly, just so you can feel the weight and the size of it. Oh my god, I fucking love the dragon to this. Um, that is what the dragon in Dragon Ball Evolution should have looked like, by the fucking way. It was beautiful. <laughs> I want to see it again. Um, I don't know if, uh, if if they want this this, this little village area, this, this this little alternate dimension, other world, whatever the fuck it is. If if that's gonna be like kind of like Wakanda or like it's gonna be a new location that we're gonna come back to eventually, sign me the fuck up because this was a great looking place. The effects I, I thought were fantastic in those scenes. Yeah, Eddie? me personally, I like the the last fight. Um, yeah. Oh no! And I'm surprised no one else has talked about this, but we finally see uh, the return of uh, the villain from Creed Two, uh, Victor Drago, uh, oh. big na- big nasty playing a villain in this movie. Razor Fist. Yeah, um, eh, he's cool. Uh, cool generic bad bad guy. Uh, not much of a backstory, so you can't really like be like, oh, I sympathize with this character. Um, but chances are he's going to be a villain that we're going to get to know more uh, with the ending of this movie. Um, but as far as the last uh, battle scene goes, I enjoyed the last battle. I thought it was fairly well done as far as last battles go. Fucking So quick question. Do you think, because um, some of the praise that's been heaped on this movie, was obviously the performances, the action sequences, but also the, the relevance to Asian culture. Do you think this movie, I can cut this if you guys think I should, but do you think this movie was to a culture what Black Panther was to another culture as far as like some degree of representation among other things? Um, well, yeah, because I mean, what Black Panther was, at least to the general public, was it was this landmark movie and African-American culture of just being a hero 
and being a solo hero, having your own solo movie, uh, except for the Asian culture. Um, granted, I know it's I'd say it's more it seems more Chinese culture than anything else, not Japanese, not uh, Vietnamese, not uh, Korean or anything of that sort. It seems more it's aimed to the Chinese market. I think culturally this movie did more more good than harm. So I don't know if it's going to be exactly what it was for for uh, African-Americans and, and, and Black Panther. But I think it's a movie that did more good than harm. And after Disney did the live action uh, Mulan and that was a fucking stank, I think this one like balanced that that score a bit was this movie yeah. everything Mulan wishes it was I mean what you mean way more fun, fun? yeah <laughs> Mulan they just took it completely serious took out all the fun shit and then yeah. it just became a boring fucking movie yeah and this this feels like a for the first time in like a long time I feel like I'm gonna have a lot of fun re-watching a Marvel movie and I think this this one's a great one I'm surprised no like, one brought up the the fake abomination. Oh, oh it yeah. is abomination, isn't it? No, it is. It was an abomination. He, it's it's even voiced by the by, by the same actor. By it's even voiced yeah. by Tim Roth again. That's yeah. weird though, because abomination didn't have gills in the no. whole. In no, the, yeah, the whole. but they were trying to be a little more comic book accurate, so they changed oh. like they added it. Yeah, but no, that that's him. Oh, that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, makes sense. That makes sense why when Wong was taking him back to us, uh, to where he was from, you could see the cell from the raft in the background. Yeah, I was wondering where the fuck they were taking him. Okay, that makes raft. Sense. Uh, well, yeah. they mentioned in Agents of Shield where he is, uh, but that's the only place they mentioned it. Do you think he's gonna pop up in the Thunderbolts if they ever do the Thunderbolts? Who knows? We will have to see because. As far as I know, uh, I believe it's Hulk and every character he's associated with is still owned by Universal Studios. So unless Disney buys Universal Studios or Which, Universal, or mean, Universal finally gives up the characters. I mean, I wouldn't put it past uh, Disney to actually buy Universal at this point. I don't think I, I, I don't think that'll happen. No, they have Fast and the Furious. They have plenty of money. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't um, believe they're gonna finally end it in the next. So, do you all want to talk about the the end credit and the mid credit scene? Sure. What do you all think of the mid credit scene of them uh, basically saying that they've never seen anything like the Ten Rings before, as far as like a uh, uh, an artifact or any sort of like a talisman or, or gear? Uh, we see Captain Marvel pop up. We see an unHulk version of bruce banner and it was odd because uh sorry I'll, I'll let you finish but just let's let's just clear something out i, I thought i want to talk about the the hulk uh okay the fucking bruce banner not being hulk anymore uh yeah. thing yeah, that's exactly I, what i was gonna ask like i thought he was like uh, i thought the like professor hulk I thought that was like I thought that, that was him until like the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I'm not against because if we still if we get back to Savage Hulk, I'm I'm all game for that. I like yeah. Savage Hulk a little bit more than Smart Hulk. I'm not against Worldbreaker Hulk. 
Um, but if he can go between whatever, cool. But I just thought that that was the definitive. Yeah. This movie spent no time in mixing this movie into uh, the MCU. Uh, we're straight out the gate with Wong uh, in the fighting tournament. Pretty much everything has almost everything except for Falcon the Winter Soldier has pretty much linked everything to uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, the multiverse and WandaVision, um, the new Spider-Man fucking trailer. Yeah. uh, Fucking, it seems as Doctor Strange and the multiverse is going to be the the big uh, centerpiece. Yeah, the the sun for this phase four. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the Eternals are supposed to fit into it. Granted, still don't give a shit about any of those characters. So that movie's really going to have to do something. Because, I mean, I think for the general consensus, not many people know the Eternals. So it's very hard for them to, like, sell this movie. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but I, I think... Doctor Strange wasn't exactly the strongest performing Avenger. I know his movie did fine. Like, it did good. But, like, mm-hmm. I think his his main villain was the most forgettable. He was... I liked him more in the Avengers movies than in Doctor Strange because, you know, he was quippy, funny, and all this jazz. Um, maybe they're kind of trying to use this to all link to him to revamp him a little bit to make people like him more because, I mean, it's typical. The first movie of your trilogy isn't normally your strongest, you know. Well, I mean, Iron Man might be the exception. It seems as though, well, the first phase was going to space. Like space was the 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 biggest goal in the first uh, three phases. Um, And it seems as though the new phase now is going to be alternate timelines, a multiverse, um, space as well because the Eternals, but. it seems as though the main focal point is going to be the multiverse. At least that's what it seems like. Yeah. I think it's going to balance out in the following movies. Like, I think uh, once we get to, like, uh, the new Captain Marvel, that's going to be, I think, more of a centered story, probably more into space than than alternate dimensions. I think when we touch into, I don't know, a show, when She-Hulk comes out, I think that's also going to focus on, like, more uh, grounded stuff. So maybe the start of the phase is looking a, a little bit more, more centered on, on towards like mysticality and like magic. Um, but I think they're going to, I think they're going to try to like start that up and then see how it's, how it all like falls out eventually, because we don't know where the ending of Loki is leading. And I don't know like I'm exactly when the time that's happening. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. Sorry. There's a so um, I, I know I, it has to do with the multiverse, but I just don't I don't know anything other than that little tidbit. All right, fine, fine, fine. I won't I, I won't spoil anything. But Wait, uh, you haven't seen you haven't finished Loki. I haven't started watching it. What the fuck? It's it's oh, calm down, cool guy. <laughs> no, but you're the biggest Marvel like. Fanboy, I know. Like, how the fuck have you not watched Loki? Like, I'm that I'm a Marvel shocked. fanboy just because I have the Avengers posters and make me a fanboy. I'm a fan, yeah, but no, but like, you hey watch man. fanboy's uh, not a dirty word, you just you really like Marvel. 
sometimes I see it there and I'm just like, oh, I'll start it later. It's cool. It's very bingeable. Like, there's only what eight episodes? Six. I'm, Six? I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'll probably end up watching, starting watching it tomorrow. All right. You know, peer I prefer the, I prefer the term fan man. Okay. Is the term fan okay? You know what? Let's go into science. I am, here. I am a like college a, like a graduate. No, it's not. It's a. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just following just your bit. Busting your balls. Calm down. <laughs> no, like I don't look. There's some shit I don't know about nerd culture. So it's like fanboy, like a bad word. Like it's not those douchebags. You don't know like, about nerd culture. You're the. You're one of the biggest nerds out here. No, oh, I don't know everything about nerd culture. So I'm like, it's like, is there something I don't know about? Because there's a lot of shit I don't know about. No, it's cool now to be a nerd. Why do you think we have Marvel movies? Yeah. That's Why do you think they're like the blockbusters that they are? God damn it. Oh, yeah. No, what else? What else? And DC's playing up. So there's a, there's something kind of interesting. I had to do it. Hey, hey, hey man. Eddie, well, hey, before, Eddie, we, I, before we move on to anything, real quick, just yeah. real little tidbit DC can go fuck themselves because I bought just, Zack Snyder's Justice League on 4K. It doesn't come with a fucking digital copy, it comes with a stupid paper that says streaming on HBO Max. Wow. Yep. I would be insulted. <laughs> That's a fucking that is a fucking slap in the face. But carry on. If you bought a 4K copy of, of Zack Snyder's Justice League, it should come with a ticket to Universal Studios. Exactly. Like it, should, it should it should come with a fucking Batman cow. Like it should be. Hey Eddie, I have a joke for you. Sure. Man of Steel sequel. Uh... Wait, no, no. Let, 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 let me do this. Let me do this. Hey Eddie. I have a joke for you. What? Knock, knock. Who's there? Man of Steel sequel. I hate you. Man of Steel no, sequel no. who? Exactly. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, oh so. I'm deleting oh, both of you. No. I, I, so, I will find two new hosts, co-hosts. Sure. Sure. Um, so Shang-Chi. Um, yeah. Mid credit scene, I like that they brought back both both uh, Banner and Miss Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean Captain Marvel. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, ball uh, another ballsy move. I think uh, bringing them back, reconnecting everything, bringing back those crazy Zoom thingies where they like call each other. I really like that little joke where, where where she goes like, "I have to go." He'll give you my number, and he just goes, "I don't have her number." Like she just shows up. <laughs> Like, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. And, of course, the scene where they take him for karaoke is fucking fantastic. I thought it was really fucking funny. Wong is kind of becoming, like, a pretty cool, like, side character that's going to pop up. Somebody pointed out, like, he's kind of, if he's going to start showing up and, like, hey, come on, like, we saw you uh, come in. Is he becoming, like, the new Nick Fury? Like, is he going to be, like, the one that's going to come and recruit people right now? Because well, I mean, we don't even know if Nick Fury is going to be coming back. Granted, he came out in the end credit scene of Far From Home in yeah. space. He's in so vacation. He yeah. is going to have to. I I believe he's going to have either a part in the Captain Marvel sequel or somewhere along the line in a movie. Could we see him pop up in like uh, uh, No Way Home? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think we will, mostly because he's in space and it's going to deal with the multiverse. And uh, 
I've fucking given up on fan theory uh, explanations, shit like that. As soon as I see one pop up, I skip past it because I don't want to listen to anybody give me their two cents when I know it's not even... It's not for sure. So why am I going to listen? Yeah, I just know it has to do with them mixing characters from past Spider-Man movies. Obviously, we get uh, Green Goblin for sure. We get Doc Ock for sure. So it's obviously going to have something to do with that. But other than that, we don't know for sure. Uh, but I think No Way Home is just going to delve more into the Doctor Strange multiverse aspect. Um, while servicing Spider-Man. I wonder... Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I wonder though if Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, if it's gonna be like uh, like this explosion of like all these possibilities going into one. Like you, you guys know what Infinite Crisis was, Final Crisis, or do you, like you know make them aware the multiverse exists and then like streamline into one. I wonder mm-hmm. if they're gonna pull some shit like that, where like they're just gonna be like, look, this is this this this. That's one. You know, He's redirecting be... everything. He, he's gonna be teaming up with Wanda for that for that movie. So and yeah. Sam Ray and Sam Raimi is directing it. So. It's either gonna be a battle between him and Wanda because she wants to find her kids, and he's not one to really mess with the multiverse. So who knows what that's gonna go? That's yeah. gonna go like. Well, I mean, there is a version. There's a there's a wait, Fernie. You've seen WandaVision? Yeah. Okay, we so reviewed WandaVision, all three of us together. No, I'm making sure because this guy hasn't seen Loki. <laughs> So, so, you know, there's a version of a Vision out there. Like, maybe it's her and Vision. Like, I don't see why she would. No, Vision is back. That's what the white Vision is. Oh, so there Vision you go. Vision is not black. Vision is white. So, well, no. So, if that's the case, God damn it. If that's the case, then just, okay, let me make my children. Done. I have an unpopular opinion, and I, I, want, the, I want the children to stay dead. I, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, they didn't really do much in the show uh, unless they have some astonishing that, role to come. I wouldn't be mad at it. It's not just that. It's, it's just that I'm kind of tired of some Marvel movies to not have consequences and she kind of kidnapped a whole a whole city just so she could you know have her whole little uh, her, her, her little fantasy and it ends with with us it ends with the show telling us oh feel bad that one that doesn't have her kids her kids were never fucking real so i want so if, if they're going to target that if they're going to touch on that on the multiverse of madness i want them to like make her come into sense of like hey your children were never fucking real move on jesus Gemma. what uh, your kids were never real get it move the fuck on lady that might they be were not Dr. real. His role, yeah. Maybe Doctor Strange is gonna do that role, or make Wong do it. Oh, Just man. let Wong do more things. I like Wong. Oh, and then back to the the end credit scene, not yeah. the mid credit, the end credit, the one with uh, Shang Chi sister. sister taking over the Ten Rings. So does that mean that she's gonna end up becoming a villain? I mean, she could redirect them. I think it'd be more interesting if she were to redirect them rather than like her and her brother are gonna have to go at it. Although they did kind of plant that there that there's still some unsubtle business because she did forgive him for abandoning her, but like they, they can just as easily dig that shit up in the future. 
I think if they do like a sequel, they can have like the there could be like a bigger threat, and they can maybe have the two of them fight for like half a movie and then team up to like take out the bigger threat. I think just like the the bond with the dad, I think there's something there that needs to be worked really hard to fix. And I think the only reason why they team up on this one is because there was like that there were bigger situations at hand. So I think it's I think it's still like a complicated relationship that they need to keep like dwelling on and keep working on in order to fix eventually. And I think they could very easily just dedicate a little bit more time to that. So on what is she going to be doing? I think she got used to being in control with her whole little like a uh, fight club that she's running that I think she likes the position that she's in. And I don't think she's going to let it go that easily. So well, she's either she's, she's the agent Sharon Carter. Yes, that that was the that was the same comparison that I was gonna do. Uh, at the end of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, she has this life, she likes it, and then she's forgiven. But she's not gonna give up that life. She she's about that life. So yeah, I think they they walk similar paths. They march to the beat of the same drum. Hmm. Do you... what if they give her her own TV show running the Ten Rings, like like her own side like side story um and then it. It, like it, it loops around like, like kind of like uh captain america and the winter soldier like the show like i'm talking to the winter soldier but she reoccurs as like a secondary character in you know shang chi i mean i wouldn't mind it uh yeah. if anything what the shows did was show us that these can these characters can be uh, delved off into their own separate avenues and pushed off into these limited series to flesh them out and it'll work because it's going to end up putting them in a better spot in whatever team up movie they do next I mean if anything they've, they've, they've showed us that it, that the, the formula works because I didn't want it to watch a show about Wanda and Vision and I was fucking there every 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 Friday, so they have my ass. So I'd watch it. I'd watch a show of, of, of her running the ten rings. I'd watch a show of Wong getting coffee. Like honestly, they they, they <laughs> nailed it. They know what they're doing. So yeah, it works. Um, is there anything you guys specifically want in the future from from him? Like, do you think he'll lead the Avengers, or do you think he's going to be their powerhouse, or like, what do you think in the future? I want we don't even know who the leader is at this point. Yeah. We don't have a... Well, we have a new captain, so, you know... We do have a new Captain America. We have a new Captain America. Uh, where we, we still have Hulk. We still have Captain Marvel. We still have a couple more people there from, from, the, from the old team. Um, and I think we're going to get a, a new batch of, uh, of, of younger uh, Avengers, X-Men, you know. X-Men are always still in play. Yeah, uh, the Fantastic Four are coming. Yeah, um, we're getting look. We're we're gonna have we're, we're gonna still have Spider Man. We're gonna have uh, Miss Marvel. We're gonna have the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. We're gonna have She Hulk. Like we we have a good team. The new they, Black Widow. Yeah, we we have a new Black Widow. Uh, I, we might have a new Black Panther. You know, we're we're well, all I, gonna keep moving. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not against it. It's just like I wonder what everyone's role is going to be in the future who knows if it is going to be the avengers who knows if it's going to be another group that marvel has done yeah or multiple groups 
yeah. it it doesn't have to be the Avengers at this point. It, it could be anything. I mean, inevitably, we're gonna see a movie where they're all together. Like, it's gonna lead to like a you know fucking crescendo. But oh, like, no, I, I wonder. Good. But like, I but wonder Marvel what that's so many, gonna do. Marvel has so many like uh, groups that it could be anything at this point. But do you think Disney would let them like do? Because yeah, I, I, I know them. Marvel I know. prints them money. No, I know, but like, do you think maybe even at that point they'd step in and be like, whoa, 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 like we need Avengers. Come on, guys. Like, like, um, like, like we think eventually they but... don't give a shit, A, because they have uh what's his face, Kevin Feige to hold off the big wigs at Disney, and B, because they're still gonna get a team-up movie. It doesn't have to be the Avengers, they will get you to like whoever they want you to like. They've proved it time and time again, even with their most subpar character. Well, like, man, Kevin knows what he's doing. I trust. No, him. I, yeah. I don't. No, I'm not disputing if Kevin knows what he's doing. What I'm saying is, do you think? Uh, and I guess I already know y'all's answer, so I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna ask. But do you think uh, they could? Kevin could get away with going like two or three phases with no Avengers movies. I don't think he could, but I, mean, I could be wrong. I we don't even do know like, when this phase is gonna end. Yeah. No, I, isn't it supposed to end with like Blade in like two years, three years? Who said? When they isn't announced the... it, like Comic Con uh, 2019. Yeah, like they, like they had a slate that was put out, and I think the last one on the slate was Blade. I want to say I could be wrong. With yeah. COVID, everything could have been pushed back a year. Dude, okay, here's a perfect example. Spider Man was not a part of Phase Three. Spider Man was the last. Thing added at the last minute and honestly i think spider-man was a little, uh, the no way home i think it's a little too early a little too close to far from home i think they could have taken a little bit more time to explore more characters but i'm not complaining because i love spider-man now speak about but shang chi specifically what do i want from shang chi i want like four sequels I want Aquafina to have her own TV show. I want like I want everything because this kid is like great. So I think he's a fantastic little young addition to the new class, to the new cast. Is he gonna be like the tank? Is he gonna be the powerhouse? Is he gonna be there for uh, surveillance? Like, what is he gonna be? I don't know. But the fact that he's being scouted this early, the fact that Wong is like, "Hey, we're gonna have our eye on you," I think says a lot about him, and that would definitely a hundred percent see him very soon i don't think we're gonna get a new avengers film in like the next maybe three years maybe four years i think if anything we might get something more akin to a civil war one of my favorite storylines in the comics was the avengers versus the x-men so maybe we have something like that maybe we introduce the x-men and maybe they're gonna duke it out a bit before eventually teaming up against kang or whoever the next villain is I think as long as they keep this character original and itself, this character can go anywhere it wants. As long as they keep this character with its own original voice and don't try to mimic another property, it will have leaps and bounds. You you know what I remember thinking during this movie during I think uh it's when he's fighting in uh in one of the towers and I mean you told us what you were thinking off of air. I don't know if you want me to say it. Say um, it, say it, Frenny. 
I don't say know, it. dude. I don't feel that way about the say AD it. promoter. I wouldn't say that. Thing. What did I say specifically, Freddie? Say it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give you the time of I, to say it. That's what I thought. No, I will fucking, just say dur- during the during the fight scene in the tall building. This movie made me go. You know, a Dragon Ball Z movie could fucking work. No, I like, can't. A live action DBZ movie with these kind of fight scenes, I think, could work. If anyone could make it work, I think this director could. And I'm that's a full fucking compliment. I never thought a live action DBZ movie could ever work. This movie made me think they could fucking do this. Honestly, Eddie, any property can be made into a movie. It's just a matter of the people that are offering up the money mm-hmm. not to put their input if they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I think if they hire this this director, like I think they could it's not, do it. It's usually not the director's fault. No, I know unless, it's not, but I mean, like, hire him, fucking unless, keep his off, let him do his thing. Unless it's Fantastic Four. Um, but Fuck you just drank. He really shit the bell on that one. Um, yeah, which kind of sucks because uh, what, what was his previous movie? Chronicle. Uh, I, I, Chronicle. I like I like that movie. Which was it also? Damn. End of Watch or no? No, that's Antoine Fuqua. Sorry, can we do I thought he did um, a movie with cops. But yeah. uh, the good thing about Marvel, as opposed to another Disney property like Star Wars, is that Marvel has really good leadership at its head in Kevin Feige. If they keep Kevin Feige there, they can accomplish whatever the fuck they want to accomplish. They even brought James Gunn back. That must have been a difficult conversation to have no, I, with your honestly. Bosses. Honestly, I don't think they had any intention of firing him. I think from the get-go, they were like, look, we're going to have to make it look like we're firing you, but we're going to let it blow over, and then we're going to bring you back, and no one's going to give a shit. I remember because it was like a full year before they announced, like, okay, he's back. Well, that's why the internet never forgets. They have to give him yeah. a good. They have to give him a good amount of time, and in that time, yeah. He revived the Suicide Squad. Basically, so be happy, Eddie. Yeah, pretty good Suicide Um, Squad movie that was. Um, Final thoughts overall. Shang Chi. As far as the first original movie uh, since Captain Marvel, this movie benefited a lot from it not being an in-between movie, and then also. It had a really good original story, really good original characters, and it has plenty of space to grow. I agree. I think Shang-Chi is fantastic. I think the action is great. Uh, uh, the, the underrated performer of this movie is uh, DP Bill Pope, who is usually the director of photography for Edgar Wright, Sam Raimi, and a lot of great directors. So you can totally tell because his style is just painting all over. The actors are great. The the comedy is great. It's just, it gives me very little to not like. So I can't recommend it enough. I think this was a great way to cap off the summer. It was a great action scene. It was a good action movie. And on a personal note, I was so happy to be back in a movie theater because I hadn't been to since March, 2020. And ah, this what a great one it was to get back. So I love it. I, uh, I give it a 9.5 out of 10. I think it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I went there. I get a four out of five. Great. Eddie? 
B plus, super rewatchable. One of my favorite like uh, first runs for an MCU character. I liked it. I only have really one negative thing to say about it. And I already said it. Like it was a good movie. I enjoyed all the action sequences. The music was great. I wait. Did we mention the music? The soundtrack? Not really. Soundtrack was soundtrack was pretty dope. Some yeah. somebody pointed out that uh, that in the first karaoke scene, they're singing "Old Town Road" by Lil Nas yeah. X. And At then one so, point. So, yeah, and then so, somebody pointed out on on Reddit that like, hey, that means that Lil Nas X survived the snap, and even with half of the population of the world gone, he was still like, I'm gonna release the cowboy song. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> so that was a great. You know that was a great thing because like that means that this universe is really just over expanding on itself. So, Ernie, thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to the rollback.net. If you listening to us on YouTube, please like subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to check us out wherever you get your podcast needs YouTube, Google, Apple, uh, wherever the fuck you get your stupid fucking podcast fucking from. Just check us out. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Check out our written podcast. And just, you know, like and subscribe. Uh, we put out podcasts every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, Wednesday rewinds and new movies. And sometimes a little of both whenever Eddie posts them up because he sucks at it. Those last five FOGs were not in the budget. My name was Gemma. <laughs> I've been Eddie. And this is Fernando. This was your rollback podcast. Let's cut it.